0: All right, back on the Ohio Podcast, and today a new law starts, man. Craig, isn't it exciting when we have opening days for new laws? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: not quite yeah. the same as like baseball season or football season, is it? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like
0: Cincinnati where they have a parade to celebrate or anything. But <laughs> right. hey, it's still important. It's something that uh, people need to understand. Uh, kind of a controversial one, to be honest with you. Uh, it's Ohio's new standard ground law. And uh, it took it takes effect today, and um, it is Ohio's rules for using deadly force. Um, so you know if you, ha- or if you're licensed, you know you have a concealed carry, or um, say you know you're at your house and you have a gun at your house, or and what happens if someone breaks in? Um, you know you have the right to defend yourself, but there's got to be a um, some type of a law. Well, the new law past a little controversial to be honest with you it takes away the legal requirement that you need to retreat from a situation before using deadly force so in the past they said hey you guys show restraint um you can't you know just pull out the gun and shoot somebody well now they're saying hey you don't have to do that um supporters say hey it gives much needed protections if you're a life threatening situation uh you might you know if someone's there, you may not have a couple seconds to try to retreat or a couple seconds to try to not use deadly force. But the other thing is, hey, uh, well, the, the people who are against that loss is, hey, it's going to make people of color feel less safe and increase the number of, of gun deaths in America. Um, you know, uh, And I, I guess the point behind that is saying, all right, if there's somebody that you don't know near your house or inside your house – Are you going to make judgments based on the color of their skin? I mean, it's easy to say, no, no, I I won't do that. I won't do that. But we see that. Um, We even see that, you know, in some of the police deaths um, that we've talked about recently. are people making a judgment because someone's a person of color? Um, Craig, if if you break into my house, I don't know who you are. Am I making a different judgment if it's you based on or a person of color? You know, hey, I like to say I, I, I don't. But in a life-threatening situation, sometimes people don't act that way. So it's very kind of controversial law, but, hey, it's in place right now. And it's kind of scary, to be honest with you. I mean, what do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to know what to make of it because it, it just it really kind of opens up for more opportunities for gun violence, obviously. I'm, you know, a proponent of, of gun rights, but at the end of the day, too, that you know, guns do, you know, people do use guns to kill people, and I think, you know, one of the opponents here, Adam Miller from Columbus, you know, said that, you know, sort of fearing for one's life is so subjective, and it's hard to prove false in court, so, you know, and he also kind of said that it encourages people to stay in a confrontation, Um, but again, you know, a lot of this is is sort of meant for city streets and parks, or, or not parks necessarily, but city streets and, County festivals and you know grocery store parking lots where you know you don't have to retreat now in order to you know use your firearm legally. Um, you know it's it certainly is a controversial bill. I can see you know arguments from both sides of the fence here, and um, you know the hope I guess is is that people you know when they have guns they they use them wisely, but that's not always the case, unfortunately. And, you know, the hope is right now that that maybe, you know, we can get more. I think a lot of it's about clarity because, you know, we talked about that with other things, you know, whether it's COVID, you know, health regulations. Here we're talking about, you know, when and where you can use a gun and when's the appropriate time to use guns, which, you know, we've never heard anybody say anything otherwise about if someone breaks into your home, you have the right to defend yourself, um, you also have sort of the right to defend yourself out in public if someone were to attack you, things like that. Um, but up until today, it was more about you should run away before, you know, using a gun. Well, you don't always have that opportunity in a split-second situation to determine whether or not you should run away or use your weapon to protect yourself. So it's hopefully this brings more clarity, but I don't know that it will. Um, at the end of the day, it's it's a new law that I'm sure – a lot of gun owners are probably supportive of um I'm not saying that you know everybody's going to support this that's a gun owner I'm not saying that everybody's going to not support this because they're not a gun owner it just it's up to everybody to to hopefully use their their own restraint when out in public and and feeling you know what what really is an appropriate defense for you know someone coming at you
0: yeah and and I think I don't know. I mean, I go back, and, and you're right, it, it's it's a lot more than just a prowler at your house. It could be if you feel threatened at the store, or if you're, whatever the case might be. I get scared about the person of color thing. I mean, I think people make wrong choices just based on the fact that they don't know that person beside them. Like What I'm saying is, you know, if it's a person of color, there's a lot of people that make the wrong choice. And, and that scares me too. The retreat thing, I'm not quite sure. Is that taking a step back? Is that, you know, saying, okay, I don't have to shoot first. Uh, you know, right. uh, that that's a weird thing. But you know, in the com story, they were talking about, hey, you know, <clears throat> it's pretty much giving the right to shoot first and ask questions later, which, wow, <laughs> that's kind of Because, so, if you have, so, in essence, I mean, it's almost putting everybody in the um, aspect of a police officer, where you're sitting there and saying, okay, I got to make that choice. You know, do I shoot or do I try to resolve it without shooting, you know? I mean, wow. And and what's your standard for if you're feeling threatened or not? You know, your standard could be a lot different than my standard is, you know? I Oh, boy. I, and hopefully these are situations that come up once in a lifetime. I mean, I'm not saying these situations are going to come up whenever, but man, everybody's got different standards of if they feel threatened or not, which could lead to some really scary situations.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they even have a you know, part, portion of the, the the dispatch story from Florida where a man was sentenced to 20 years. Um, even though he kind of claims that he stood his ground when he shot this this man over a parking space of all things, uh, back in 2018, it just makes you wonder. Like, well, you can stand your ground and, and want a parking space, but are you arguing that this person charged you and was was aggressive towards you, and that's why you shot them? I don't. We don't know the full story for it, but um, it, you know, it just it makes you wonder if this kind of opens up a can of worms of people may be becoming more violent because they're sort of allowed to, I guess, in some ways where, you know, unless you have cameras or people bystanders with cameras, it's really going to be, a, you know, your word against maybe someone that's deceased. And how do you prove that someone, you know, needed to stay, you know, didn't stand their ground or needed to stand their ground. So I think it just opens up a little bit of a can of worms as far as maybe people becoming more violent. And like you said, element of, you know, of race that could play a role in people shooting people, um, and then claiming that well I was standing my ground because they were attacking me with something or seemed aggressive or I thought they might have had something because that's always going to be an argument is well I thought they had a weapon or I thought you know their cell phone looked like a weapon or something like that so you know this might open up a you know a, a path that we really don't want to see uh, in Ohio or anywhere else.
0: Well, one of the, the first areas, I'll put it that way, that my wife and I lived in after we got married, um, we were looking for apartments. Yeah, you know, just kinda of looking around everything. And it was a complex where it was hard to tell what was the office and which one wasn't. And I literally opened the door, walked in and it was somebody's house. I mean, a private person's house. Now thankfully for like crap and ran out of there as quick as I can. It sounds like anybody saw me. And that leads to questions why they have the front door open, but hey, that's another story. But you know, you never you could have situations like that where it's not that I was trying to break in or anything, it was aloofness, or maybe the the sign wasn't clear on which place you should go to. I mean, could that be a life-threatening decision I made? You know, I mean those things happen, and sometimes we do dumb things that could cost us our life. I get that, but what I'm saying is we're creating situations where, man, that could have be been my death day. You know what I mean? I, yeah. boy, I, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. Well, let, let us know what you think about this stuff. Um, it, it's scary, and you know, I I, I feel weird kind of going to the race thing, but I think that's part of the problem that we have here in America. Uh, we make choices, and it's wrong. It's awful. Uh, you talk about people of color, you talk about Asian Americans and everything else, and I... What scares me about rules like this, and I, I think that in theory, the rules make sense. You want to protect yourselves, Craig. I mean, if you and your wife are out there and you're feeling threatened, you know, you need to be able to protect yourselves. I get right. that. But at the same time, although in theory it makes sense, the practicality of it, the execution of it could lead to more problems. So um, less of what you think. I mean, I think there's good arguments both ways. Um We're a little concerned. We'll just leave it at that. So, But let us know what you think on the Highland here. We'll use your comments. Uh, If you go to our anchor page, we have a phone message where you can leave messages for us. Um, Let us know how we're doing. If you have any comments on things we said, uh, do that. Check our sponsors and check our Hope Interrupted book um, that we're um, helping promote. Um, you will see an ad right after uh, this podcast. So thanks for checking us out. Again, a lot more segments coming up. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you.